It's 25 minutes past nine on Friday, the 1st of November 2013. Uh, my name is Garen Thomas. And I'm Simon Payne. And you're listening to episode 64 of our Errand of Mercy. Hello. Hello. How are you this week, Simon? I'm good. 64. It's like a, it's another number that seems big, but then when you think about it in the grand scheme of things, it's not 65, that's for sure. It's not 65. So like, our podcast becomes a retired old man next week. Next next episode, yeah, he reaches the, the state retirement age. I know it's crazy, yeah. isn't it? Gets that also, it's watch. guy now. I mean, is our podcast a man or a woman? I think our podcast is a guy because it's for the ladies. Uh, yeah, okay, I like that. Right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> just, just, like, glide straight over that and don't add anything to it. Well, I don't think there was anything to add. I was like, yeah, no, entirely agree. I just, uh, like, one of the things, like, I'm saying that for a reason because on my Twitter feed I'm seeing, like, listeners of our podcast who have never met who are girls just, like, <laughs> talking about girl shit now. And I'm like, what have I created? So the girl's like, I like that guy because he has long hair and I like guys with long hair. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I feel like I've walked into like a, a women's a, a women's toilet listening in on their conversations. But no, I've created this relationship. Yeah. I feel good about that. <laughs> well, it is odd. We have brought together some people through our show. It's, I like that. I, yeah. I, I feel, yeah. I feel Similarly we- minded people, I think. It's good. Yeah. It's nice. 
yeah, building things up. Um, if you want to meet other similarly minded people, you could. Um, I think Twitter seems to be the way to do it. And our errand of mercy dating. That's yeah, what it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, our Twitter is at EOM Podcast. Um, it's a robot, not controlled by either of us, and no. uh, and it organises uh, dates between people. Robot dates. Robot internet dates. Yeah, it, it gets algorithms and logarithms. You cannot and... fight the algorithm, Gene. Yeah. That's what I told you, isn't it? So I told yeah, you. Exactly. It collects metadata, and using that, it creates beautiful couples. You said metadata like you were a university professor who's just discovered the concept of metadata and is really <laughs> pleased that he's managed to work it into his lectures. It collects <laughs> that... metadata? Metadata. <laughs> I think that's how I approach most most words. Yes. Most tech stuff. Hey, I get to say this word, which is a tech word. Go <laughs> me. Speaking of tech and the modern world, have you noticed recently that everyone is naked? I mean, it's hard not to, but um, everyone what, seems to be naked now. On the internet? Yeah, just generally. In the real world? It's, yeah, just like, uh, I mean, in entertainment mostly. I think, I mean, we're coming to this a bit late. I, obviously, we've spoken about Miley Cyrus. She, she's been getting naked quite a bit recently. She's, she has been quite naked recently. Yeah. Um, then Rihanna's been fairly naked. There's lots of posters up re- at the moment with Rihanna being all naked over them. Rihanna's pretty naked anyway as well. Yeah, she's just a generally naked person. It's just, I feel there's been like a ramping up of nakedness. <laughs> like, do you remember? Do you remember back 10 years ago and it was sort of risque when celebrities appeared in sort of skimpy clothes? Like, very, they weren't naked, but it was quite skimpy. You know what I mean? You're and like then a there was, fucking man from the 1950s. Yeah, this like, is you know, amazing. I, I just want to like, address this. And, and then we had the, you remember there was the whole thing with the Super Bowl nipple? Yeah. Like, if that happened now, I don't think, like, no one would notice, would they? Was that Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson? Is that what happened there? That, that sounds about right. Is that, that is what happened, wasn't think, it? Yeah, Justin like, Timberlake exposed Janet Jackson's nipple. I think, That's what happened. I mean, I don't remember exactly, but, but there was a big thing. But I think if that happened now, everyone would just be like, hmm. Because mm, I realised like, all this nakedness recently had been in the news, and we hadn't discussed it on the podcast. So I was like, well, it's not really that interesting. Is yeah, it? well, just like, you know, if you want to be naked, be naked. That's fine. Well, yeah, is that it? But is it, though? No, <laughs> like, I think it is fine. Do you think it's fine? I just like had a sudden revelation today. I was like, I, I guess I'm fine with everyone just being naked. I think I am fine with nakedness as long as it it complies with the strict rules of the um of the of like the advertising rules that they use on television. No nipples. Yeah. No vag. No dick. But I mean, the thing is, like, until re- like, I mean, now now we have sort of it, it's on the cusp, you know, quite literally. Um. There was the French Connection. You know that shop. Have, yeah, have, I know uh, that shop. Have you, have you, are you aware of that shop? I'm, af- I'm afraid of that shop. Um, they've got like a post. They had posters in their windows for a few months now. Yeah, and it's sort of um, and it's it says from sketch the st- store, and it's sort of like a flip thing. So on one bit, the people are all dressed in clothes, and then it flips, and they're like naked, but with sort of a rough sketch of the clothes on. Oh, okay, but the first time I saw that, a friend of mine um, looked, pointed at the poster, and said, "You can see mound." What mons and pubis? You're you saying can, there was quite clearly mons pubis. There was no pubis. But the mons was very visible. I think that maybe mons pubis is unacceptable. 
Is I'm that not sure? Is that where the line is? I think drawn? the line should be drawn at Mons Pubis. <laughs> right. The end of mercy draws the line at Mons Pubis. It's just something I've been thinking about, like how acceptable is nudity now? Because apparently I'm, I don't know because I'm obviously not fine with it, but I kind of am because I don't. I care. think I'm all right with nudity as long as it's kind of like tasteful and artfully done. Like, like yeah. as long as you're not like getting your ass out on Twitter or something like that, which is kind of trashy and lame and rubbish. But it is trashy, but sort of. If I was browsing Twitter and like someone had retweeted a picture of a naked person, I probably wouldn't bat an eyelid. Yeah, well, but, but, no, but that's like I find that offensive. I don't find like artistic advertising. Oh, we're using the human body as an artistic thing. Yeah. That's so you, you you would be offended if you saw some nudity in your Twitter feed. And yeah, and like Twitter, I didn't realise this until recently, but Twitter has like no rules. Yeah, no, there's absolutely that, none. Yeah, no, anything goes pretty much. It's like at rock at rock hard cocks. That's probably <laughs> like a, a just like a, a tweet bot that tweets big fat dicks onto <laughs> onto Twitter. Just just like kind of yeah. vomits them out. Yeah, almost certainly. Yeah, that's no, just um, I, I don't know. I guess. I guess it's a question of prudishness and sort of response. Uh, anyway, whatever. I don't think like it's that's not an issue of thinking about this week. Yeah, so. I think mean, it's, it's worth thinking about. I don't think it's an issue of of prudishness for me. I think it's more an issue of like tastelessness. <laughs> like I think nakedness can be tasteful, but I think that some people may struggle to make that definition. All right. Okay. I, I, I just feel you know. Start the show off knowing where I'm coming from. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I, mind. You might know where you're coming from this week, G, but I have no fucking idea where I'm coming from. Okay. I've had a bit of a weird week. Um, I've been having revelations and experiences that I may rather have not had. I went outside for quite a bit this week, something Ooh. I now regret. Yeah. <laughs> Um, already pushing the boat out quite a bit though. yeah i work shifts so mm. i have on average two to three days off weekdays off a week and i like to spend at, at, at least a small portion of at least one of these days sometimes two just out and about mm. i like to just walk around uh leamington has nice parks and gardens even at this time of year so i like to walk i like to walk into town yeah, maybe get myself a, um, a a coffee and just uh, you know watch the people go by, check out the latest sales, see what's going on in retail land. That sounds that sounds very pleasant. I'd like to roll into the into the new entertainer that they've opened there at about a twelve o'clock on like a on a Tuesday. Just a just a uh, a twenty something <laughs> year old, apparently single, lonely looking man walking around the entertainer. There's nothing wrong with that, G. Yeah, but you're not actually single. It's all, no. it's all, it's, it's all, all in the mind's eye. It's all in the mind's watching. eye. And just yeah. like to, just like, to, just like to see what's going on, check things out. I went and had a look at, at the um, the new Skylanders game had been released, so I went to go and have a look what at the new that? Skylanders. Maybe Skylanders we can talk about is, that another time. That's actually, uh, that's that's going to take a lot of time for me to explain to you. Um, suffice to say, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's like the coolest gaming experience I've had in a long time. Because when I uh, first saw an advert for it, I thought it was a Lego model, but apparently yeah, it's not. It kind apparently of is. It's a video game. Essentially, um, it's a video game where the memory cards for the video game are um, action figures of the characters that you play in the video game that are scanned via a near field scanning portal, which you sit the character on, and it has a microchip in it. Yeah, okay. Um, so it's kind of like a combination of a toy and a video game, and I fucking love it. And me and my fiance have like maybe fifteen distinct Skylanders. 
we've just lost our shit on it. It's yeah, really that, bad. Right, okay. So and we're getting the, more. It's it's not good. That's um, one of the things you do with your time off. Yeah, yeah, you know, we've got a bit of extra money at the moment. We're like, well, should we save for a house or shall we buy more toys? I think we'll buy more toys. So I'd like to go for walks and I've been to Starbucks recently for my sins. I do apologise. No, it's, a, it's all right. I went the other day and tried a pumpkin spice latte. And remember, they're actually kind of gross. Uh, yeah, you see, I was going to talk about that. Like, But, you know, it's pretty passe. Like, I think that everybody who listens to this this Twitter, this uh, this Twitter, listens to this podcast are going to be like, these fucking guys are going to be like, oh, pumpkin spice lattes, they're just a drink. Ugh, what's no, your but- fucking problem, nerds? I used to, like, I, I, I honestly, like, much like everyone else, used to lose my shit about them. But like, they're, like, they're nice, but, but they're but, obviously just the support act for the GBL, which is what Starbucks holiday-themed hot drinks are all about. Fuck the PSL, it's all yeah, about the GBL. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the G, GBL is definitely the better of the two, isn't it? That's the, the gingerbread latte, which is the taste of almost Christmas time. It doesn't. It, the CRP doesn't start until I've had my GBL. <laughs> Been on a marketing course this week, G, can you tell? <laughs> Clearly. That was probably the most asinine sentence I've ever heard you say. Hey, but you can you you can imagine that in some circles, if I said that, people would be like, "This guy knows what he's fucking I, talking I, about." I know people who speak like that. Yeah, so exactly. Let's not dick around here. The gingerbread latte is where the that's where the Christmas retail period starts. But like the advertising for for the pumpkin spice latte in my local Starbucks is out of control. Oh, I mean, seriously, everywhere. But like, not just like, oh, there's advertising for everywhere, which is fine because it's a Starbucks and they're advertising their drink. But like, it's a fucking cult. (laughs) It is like, like, join the cult of PSL. Yeah, and it it doesn't say pumpkin spice latte, it's the PSL. It's like the PSL is upon us. The People's Secret League. That's why it it seems like it should be called. And they're like, one of the adverts is just a massive, like like a person height cup. Um, of Starbucks pumpkin spice latte and above it it says something like passion devotion obsession <laughs> that's like a that's a strap line for a for a perfume by fucking JLo that is not like something you used to describe a kind wait, wait, of all right coffee wait. It, what JLo yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's is that the uh, is that the reference you're gonna stick with on that one? Yeah, it just seems like that's what she'd go with As now. A celebrity perfume. Yeah, can no, we, I, I, no, but, like, like, can we not say J Lo because uh, has anyone actually said the word J Lo for <laughs> past, like ten years at least? Are you telling me you're not down with Jenny from the block? No, because no. Because like, when did that song? That song came out like pre nine eleven. Yeah, I think it's. Uh... Well, so we can't talk. We can't reference celebrities from like the pre nine eleven world. Yeah, yeah, we need to talk at least. I, I think we we can only now talk about post Obama celebrities. You don't want to talk about like the the garbage perfume that I've been using recently, then, do you? Yeah, the only Jennifer I want to know about is Jennifer Lawrence because she is the Jennifer of the post Obama. Okay, years. fine. So, uh, so that's a bit crazy. So I, I I struggled to deal deal with that. I was like, I don't feel like I feel like it's kind of weird to be marketing like a a variation of coffee as if it's a lifestyle choice. Yeah, I also find it weird how much 
like they're putting up about the pumpkin spice latte and ignoring the other autumn drink, uh, the salted caramel mocha. It's all right. Is it? Yeah. You like your mockers, don't you? Yeah. I think yeah. I'd rather, like, at the moment, I'd rather go for the um, salted, the, the SCM than the PSL. <laughs> no. No, right? I bet they I bet they fucking talk like this as well, don't they? Starbucks marketing heads. We gotta really push the PSL this year. Yeah, we gotta push the PSL in the run up to the CRT, CRP. To like increase uptake of our holiday beverages yeah. this year. So that happened, so I'm in there, that's weird. And I'm like I had a coffee and then I went to um the co op in um in Leamington. Leamington, um, Leamington Spa, kind of like town centre, has a Tesco's Express and a co-op. And the mm. co-op is at the bottom of the, of the parade, which is like their main street. And I'm, as I was walking back, I was like, I'm going to buy some chocolate. Because, you know, yeah, right. fancy some chocolate. And um, and I picked up my chocolate, got some like some of that weird, crazy Cadbury's, like marvellous creation stuff, which yeah, I would recommend. Did, did you get the one with the pop rocks then? I got, it was like... Honeycomb and cola pretzels. Oh, I don't think I've had that one. Yeah, because like when they one. first started, they just had the Pop Rocks one, which is excellent. Yeah, and then the one with cookies in, which is lame because it's just a chocolate bar with cookies in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I like I got that, and I was walking across the park, um, and like you can go two ways back to my house from that cup. You can either like kind of walk straight down the street and then turn right, or you can go across a park and then across a little bridge. Mm. And down like a couple of winding pathways through the undergrowth next to the canal, which is a bit next more scenic. Next to the Nazi Santa. Oh uh, no, that's further away on okay. the other side. <sighs> Damn. Yeah, I was that's... hoping this story would finally end with you go visiting the Nazis. No, no, uh, I don't think it's a Nazi centre because they've been letting off fireworks over the last couple of weeks, where like all of like Eid and stuff has been happening. Oh, it's probably Diwali. They're probably yeah, Hindus. So there must be Hindus, so that's fine. That's All right, good. We fine. solve All that, right. so that problem. Solve that mystery. Yeah, so I'm walking across the park, and I'm like, I'm literally about to be out of the park, just walking along, bombing along, listening to music on my headphones, and I hear from behind me, like a, a gruff voice say, What you got in that bag, boy? What? Yeah, like straight up. Like, straight up American accent, everything. Yeah, 11.45... In a park in Leamington, and I'm and my first thought is like it's eleven forty five in a park in Leamington, and I'm about to have to fight a tramp for my chocolate. I'm That's about to have to fight an American, an tramp. American tramp, and we know how terrifying they can be. From That's your, true. Like, you're running with an American tramp a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. Um. So I'm like, the fuck is happening here? So I turn around, and there's a guy. Who's got like he looks like he's stepped out of like an an office somewhere. He's got like a a smart long sleeve shirt on, smart sh- shoes and trousers. He's got like his hair kind of like quaffed in a in the way that you know the arsehole from the office that people say should do stand up. You know him, that guy. Um, and no, he's wearing, right, yeah, I know, yeah, he's wearing like aviator sunglasses, and he's filming me on a camera phone. Um. But he's not like got an iPhone or something. It's like a, you know, when we were teenagers, everybody had thirty three tens, and there was like the one on from that that was like one of the first mass produced camera phones. Yeah, he's filming me on one of those. <laughs> Just like, like so, kind of record my reaction to him asking me what I had in my bag. So at quarter to twelve. Yeah. Um, on uh, like a Tuesday. 
in Leamington Spa. Yeah. Just an office worker is yeah. filming you with an outdated camera phone and pretending to be an American. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just like, you know, this is just things that happen to me, I guess. I guess this is my life now. And I'd like... And I don't respond because, you know, I just I just turn around, look at him, acknowledge what's going on and then carry on and decide to deal with it later. Because because like I figure he's trying to get a reaction out of me for something for YouTube. But like if that's your idea of making a viral video, you're like you're you're pretty shit at making viral videos. Because if you think that you can get like me, like I'm going to go, oh, my God, you're oh, oh, and like run away from a, a man dressed as like a. A, a mid-tier businessman with a shit phone, what do you think I'm going to do? What kind of re- possible reaction are you going to get out of me? <laughs> but fucking weirdo. I think the oddest thing about that is the old phone. Though. Yeah, like, that's the thing that doesn't add up for me. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I, I mean if, yeah, if you said sort of a, a teen, a teen yeah. filming you with the latest smartphone. Yeah, that would make Jack, sense. They'll be like, like, "Oh, oh you're right. just like you're just like on meth. You're just like a meth head teen." Or like you you you've done you've done some crystal. You just no, you, yeah, but you, no, you, no one in no one in the UK does meth. Well, no, they're they're, they're like hipster teens. They've <laughs> watched some Breaking teens. Bad and they've like home cooked some meth. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, instead, it's just some guy. Some literally just like the most generic guy. <laughs> And I, I still can't work out what was going on, Steve, G. The line manager from the call centre. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Steve. <laughs> Dave. Steve and or Dave. That's who it was. And yeah. Film me but but Steve or Dave would have an iPhone. Well yeah, that yeah, why that why doesn't that guy have an iPhone? Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> Um, weird, so, weird, weird speech so I got myself into. So you just walked off and he just he just did try anything else? Or? And I'd, I'd like glance back over my shoulder once I was across the bridge, across the canal, and he just looked really forlorn. <laughs> like he'd like, somebody had told him about this viral video trend and he was like, I know what I'm going to do. This will be great. Yeah, I'll put I've this got, on YouTube. It will go viral. Everybody will love it. And, I've, got, uh, I've got a flawless plan. Yeah, I'm going and to stand like, on the canal and ask people what's in their bag. Um, yeah. He, he just ignored me. What? Yeah, that's, that's not uh, well, that's like to be it. honest. I've got he, on he, a silly voice. He 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 didn't recognise like obviously he didn't recognise like a a top tier OG internet content creator like myself. Yeah, was was coming. He thought he was. He thought he had just some average Joe. But no, I've got a podcast, mate. It's going to take more than that to fuck with me. <laughs> I like I I stared into the abyss that was Utah Goatman maybe a year ago now and yeah. that shit changes you you can't you can't catch me out with that can't catch me out with that like if you were Utah Goatman this would be a different story yeah but you're not Steve <laughs> from fucking Expedia yes yeah, Steve hi I'm from... Steve I work at Expedia fuck you Steve yeah. hi I'm Steve I live in Leamington Spa and I work in a call center yeah. You're Hello. pathetic. You fuck. You fucking suck, Steve. <laughs> You're the worst, Steve. <laughs> See what's happened, Steve, is you've tried to make me into a viral video, but you've just become you've just become content on my podcast. <laughs> you, you stupid, you stupid fuck, Steve. <laughs> you absolute cock. You done fucked up. What the fuck are you doing, Steve? <laughs> I, do, uh, I don't even know. 
get the fuck out of my oh <laughs> i know what like fuck that guy oh, seriously um so like so he was trying to shit me up but i have one more little kind of thing that's happened to me just today i went okay. to asda to get some lunch i'm sorry to, to continue on here steve was trying to fuck with me but who actually managed to fuck with me without without realizing they were doing it was a five-year-old boy walking oh, out of asda with his but, kids, with his kids, yeah, that would have been really fucking. <laughs> freaky, that would have really it? thrown you. Yeah, well, it is Asda walking out of Asda with his family, um, and um, you know, it's a it's a Friday today. Just mm. coming out of Asda, Friday afternoon, lunchtime. I'm walking in to get food, and he's walking out of Asda holding a, um, a like a a balloon, like you no, know, like people get b- balloons like kind of sculpted into dogs and stuff for yeah. them. He's holding one of those. I don't know what it is. But what I do know is that he's very small, he's very pale, and he's got what I can only describe as a 1,000-yard stare, and he's scanning the crowd around him for what, like, like he's, like, scanning the horizon in fucking Iraq, like, looking for hostiles. Like, man, this kid is fucked up. What's going on here? And then I realised that the shape, the balloon shape he's clutching in his hands is an assault rifle. <laughs> and I'm like... What have your parents done to you, little kid? That five-year-old has been through some shit. Yeah. like You weren't there, man. Yeah. I definitely wasn't there, and I'm sorry I wasn't. I wish I was, little kid. Yeah. Like, Steve, like a full-grown man, is stood on the canal trying to fuck people up. This kid has just come back from Afghanistan. Yeah. And he has some serious issues. Yeah. So like like and, and I go into Asda, like like just behind him in like the the, the lobby of the Asda, there's a guy making balloon sculptures for people. Like mm. and, and all he doesn't have any assault rifles. So obviously this kid's walked up to him, he's like, What do you want, little boy? And this little kid's gone, I want a gun. And he's gone, Oh shit, fucking hell. I better make him a gun before he stabs me. And like <laughs> has like improved a balloon gun for him. Cause he's so terrified of him. And I would as well. I'll give him yeah, anything definitely. he wants. Anything that kid wants. Well, take my hero, car. To be take honest. my like my 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 chicken triple in my car. I don't care. <laughs> Fucking terrifying child. <laughs> that is weird. Yeah. That is. I mean, but I guess the balloon guy knows how to make an assault rifle. Well, maybe he's just a really gifted balloon guy. <laughs> Could be. Like it, it. He probably just ad hoced it. <laughs> Yeah, just like oh, he's he's trained under the best masters, so whatever you say, he can make. Yeah, it. The, the concept, the abstract concept of space and time. Whoa, you've blown my mind. That's a balloon. That's a balloon the size of the universe. How did that even work? A balloon that is both infinite and only exists for a millisecond yeah, at the yeah. same time. How like, have you, you done that? You've opened my eyes and made me realise that we are all just part of one enormous balloon sculpture. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and then you just give him all your money and clothes and just walk off into the wild because you don't need material possessions anymore. Well, I, I guess we just explained why that five-year-old had a thousand-yard stare. Maybe that's what it is. He'd seen eternity. <laughs> and he decided to pick up a gun and fight it. <laughs> 
So yeah, that's uh, that's my that's my tales from outside of my flat this week. That's fun. That that's really fun. I don't really have that much. Just happened by Manchester. It's fucking kicked um, off in Leamington this week. I do. I I have kind of come up with my uh, things that have to stop this week. Okay. Um, can we? Can white people stop singing Bob Marley songs in public? <laughs> if that's all right, please. <laughs> Thank you. Like, cause walking, like walking through town today, there's like four different guys all doing, you know, stood there acoustic guitar singing in a in a James Blunt-esque. Oh voice. no! And oh my god, the shit I heard. So we're not talking like kind of like white boy dreads, sandals, or bare no, feet kind of. No, no, we're talking like fully James Blunted. Jack Johnson out dudes, like one of them singing Bob Marley songs, and it was the worst. I mean, I can't repeat. I don't. I would. I neither want to or am capable of repeating the sound of it. So you've just got to imagine someone singing, someone doing an impression of James Blunt singing "Redemption Song" by Bob Marley. Yeah, like but butchering the the entire rhythm and melody and everything of yeah. the song at the same time. Yeah, and like like too much wavering on every note. You know, stretching shit out. Oh, God, like. People can't sing. Like, stop trying to sing. You can't sing. And I had, like, so many songs in this style. Um, they had some Eric Clapton songs I heard today. Just just so much shit. I heard the other day, you know, Hey Ya. <laughs> no. Do you remember that song, Hey Ya? Hey heard... Ya. What, that one? Yeah, yeah. Give me some sugar, I am your yeah. mate. A brilliant yeah. song. Sung in the James Blunt style. Oh, that's bad. It's the fucking with like what guy? Do you think you're going to end up and X and win the X Factor? Is that your end goal here? Because you probably will. Because this sounds like dog shit. Yeah, because I think that like it's like the opposite of lounge music covers. The, if you take like a a rap song and make it into a lounge song, like a smooth jazz club music song yeah, version yeah, like, of that song, like, that's awesome to do it. It sounds alright. Yeah, yeah, like, but yeah, but um, but. I don't think, like, Mark James Rob- Blunt as a concept, he's not thematically complex and interesting enough to make other things into that. No, exactly. Like, I mean, I, I will go out on a limb and say I'm not a fan of James Blunt's music, but I, I'm i sure it has its place, and I don't object to its existence, really. I don't object to the existence of James Blunt. Um, it's places or, in like the CD collection of of sad mothers. Yeah, where exactly. James Blunt belongs. Yeah, it, it belongs in a in a, in an ill thought out Mother's Day gift. It, oh, it belongs in a slightly dusty CD rack. Yeah, but no one listens to because no one listens to CDs anymore. And yeah. that's fine. You know, all right, sure, whatever. It's like, oh, it's James. It's it's your collection of James Blunt and Adele albums. Sure, yeah, whatever. But. Don't don't try and make it a thing because it's not a thing. Yeah. Oh, and I heard that. Do you remember that tractor song? I think it was called the tractor song. Oh, I heard that song about fifty times a day from different. Um. Yeah. And um, something about a JCB. Is it just called JCB song? Called JCB song. That song is fucking shit. But I hadn't heard that song for about. 
five years and then all of a sudden i hear three different guys doing it in between bob marley covers you know like get off of my fucking streets get the fuck off my streets so get out of my face and get off my streets i'm i'm willing to say for yeah like white men stop singing on streets you're not allowed anymore you, I gave you an opportunity, and look what you did with it, white like, men. Because because there are things you can do. You can, oh, yeah. you can like white men on streets. There are plenty of songs you can sing. A lot of songs have been written by other white men for other white men to sing on streets. Mm. Like the entire the entire discography of Frank Turner, for example. Yeah, do that. Or, or, or likewise, Billy Bragg, because they're basically the same person. You know, right. fine. Fuck off with your, like... He's not the same as Billy Bragg, okay? Yeah, it's like slightly worse for his oh, You need to... So, like, like he's a 50th generation photocopy, is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. You can fuck off. He's the James Blunt of Billy Bragg's. There is a, there's a Frank Turner song that kind of pisses me off where he like he, he references the fact that buskers will be singing that song in the future. I'm like, I'm not sure if you can do that, Frank Turner. Definitely I don't think that's allowed. No, you're it's not quite allowed. presumptuous, sir. <laughs> it's very that's the sort of thing that means your song won't be sung by yeah. buskers. That's specifically because you like you're like, and I'll hear this song sang by somebody on the city streets. I'm like, no, you won't. You won't, sir. Any other song but that, but not that one. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what we've got to stop doing this week. Um, yeah. uh, Honourable mention to Becky, who suggested we should stop uh, bit strips. Yeah, bit strips uh, have been popping up on my Facebook as well. Um, see, I, I've, I've, got, I've seen like two of them. Like, yeah. It's like a couple of people tried them and then got bored, and I'm like, I don't really care. But the only ones that I've seen have been like, any like the my the only friends I've seen using them have been people like using them to do really really surreal and kind of terrifying shit, which I'm totally behind. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I think there was someone I knew, like it's kind of like one of those people I know, but I I can't place where I know them from. Yeah, they're on my Facebook for a while, and I think they were using them months ago, and I just didn't know what they were. I just thought they were a thing she was doing in like MS Paint. Yeah, and then like now in the last week, of, I guess they've become a thing. But yeah, no, I don't think they're enough of a thing to absolutely. I mean, don't do them, but like I don't yeah. think they absolutely have to stop because they're not enough of a thing yet. Yeah, yeah. they're not white. They're not James Blunt esque singers. Yet. Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 yeah, the James Blunt S singers take priority in things that have to stop. Um, I want to talk about Call of Duty. <laughs> is all right. that all right? Yeah. I, Can we talk about uh, Call of Duty for a moment? Um, I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Do we want to? I saw a cut an advert for the new Call of Duty game uh, <laughs> this week on television, and it almost killed me. Right. Um, because... Like I was watching it, uh, Call of Duty Ghosts is coming out on um, everything in uh, towards the end of this month. This is November the first today. Pinch punch, first of the month, and all that. Okay. It's almost, almost my birthday. Then it's almost Christmas. And then it's almost so, my fucking wedding. Shit. So much shit. Too so much, much stuff to get done. So much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> I was I was watching it. I was sat there with my fiance and I was saying to her that like I I used to love like Call of Duty Modern Warfare that was like my game 
in first year. I remember. Yeah, that was quite fun. That was a fun game. I remember yeah. playing that. Um, and like now, Call of Duty Ghost is coming out, and I'm watching the trailer for it, and like you know, there's like explosions and military fetishism, and you know all the stuff, all the Tom Clancy bullshit that that we've come to know and love Call of Duty for. And I'm sat there, and I was saying to to Nicole, like, I just like everything about this, like it's become so polished and like targeting a specific demographic now that like it's not for me anymore no that's the thing it, it's weird because yeah i i, I would have re- like when call of duty modern warfare came out i got it like quite it came out at, like christmas yeah and i got it a few days a few like a week or so later for my birthday yeah and i played for the entire single campaign um single player campaign in a day mm-hmm. um there, there were re- I wouldn't have normally done that, but there were reasons for it. And then yeah, I like you we went to uni, and I think one of my mates had it on his Xbox. Yeah, or something, and we played. And you all like that. kind of like crowd into one in, yeah. into one um, student flat room, and like you'd all play it together, or like one person would play against people on the internet, and the rest of you would have the mic and scream yeah. obscenities at them. Yeah, exactly. It was fun. It was yeah. Like, and, but, um, but you accepted that you'd spend most of your time dying as well. Yeah. Whereas now it seems that it's again geared towards people who want to actually be good at playing Call of Duty. But I don't think it's just that. I think like it's still aimed at like 18, 19 year olds. And in three weeks, I turned 25. And like, is that what it is? If I we was, change, I think that's what it is. I was 18, seven fucking years ago, G. Yeah, like it's and and technology and game and like I think it's worse for us because of how like into nerdy gaming shit we we were and I still am. Like that industry now moves so fast and targets such a specific demographic that like you're through it in you're through the mill in about seven years. That's it. You're out the other side of the core demographic. Oh right, yeah. Now you've got to play. RPGs. Yeah, sorry. now you've got to play Civ Five or whatever. You're not because allowed. This I, I is like, not for I you. I like anymore. how you specifically mentioned that because that was what I was playing. For exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. no, I mean that's different because I would be playing Civ Five when I was 18, if that exists. Yeah, like fuck I was off, old Civ man. 4, how old are you? What are you like? 27? Fuck off. Get out. This is a kids' <laughs> club now. Like, yeah. I'm 25, but but actually I'm 65. Actually I'm 73 because. It doesn't matter, does it? Because it's not for me anymore. Yeah, man. Do you remember the last time you felt like you were like on the inside of that kind of thing? Do you remember the last time you felt like you were you were in there in the mix? No, I know. I um. Do you remember? I, Do you I remember guess... the last time you were like, "Yeah, this is like this is my world." And... I think the last time I got into like video game hype was. Saints Row Three, and since then I just it's not no. No, I mean like I mean like the entire like kind of the everything, uh, like feeling like you were a cool dude rolling down the street. Oh, like yeah, no, I, I feel like I'm a cool dude every day. Really? Because I am. Because <laughs> the last time I I can tell you like I have an like perfect recall of the last time I felt like absolutely this is this is my world. And I'm going to take it. I'm going to make it mine. Nobody's going to stop me. I'm the coolest motherfucker in the world. 
I know exactly when that was. I can't exactly remember how old I am, but I can describe to you exactly the situation. All right, come on, give it to us. Um, I think I was about 14 or 15, mm. um, and I had just I had just bought from Reading Market, I had just bought a um, like a case, like a shell for my 3310, my Nokia 3310, mm. um, that had like a... It was like a black background case with a silver oriental dragon on it um, that like kind of wound <laughs> around the case. And the reason I bought it, G, was to match my black wine shirt that had blue flames and a golden oriental dragon on it. Oh, my God. Uh, and I had like, I had like, you know, those like crazy baggy jeans that everybody used to wear mm. um, with like all the straps all over them. I was wearing some of those, and I had about seven chains of gradually increasing thickness and and length hanging off of the pockets. I'm so glad I never got to meet Team You because we would have never have been friends. Like, and I had like a, I had a like a um like a a a long kind of necklace with a shark tooth on it. All right, um, no, I, a, I didn't know about this. I think I think I think the the rest of the outfit gone, but I I kind of vague. Did the necklace survive until the university? I've probably still got it somewhere. Yeah, I, I may even have worn I it. I definitely remember you like having uh one of those. Yeah, sort of you know, like a like a bead necklace with some sort of pendant hanging. Yeah, off, like that sort of thing. Or maybe yeah. it was like a leather strap. Yeah, something. yeah, like a leather necklace, and then um, and, I, and no, I remember that, but I think by that point you could have discarded most of the other yeah. paraphernalia. Wearing like a black vest top underneath my black Hawaiian shirt in like August in like two thousand and four or five oh, or God, something like that. Stank like shit. Crazy, crazy gelled hair, just rolling, rolling towards the Oracle in Reading. Like, and I could swear I could hear Fifth of Beethoven as I walked along, like I was the. The biggest motherfucker in town. And that was the last time. Yeah. That was the last time I felt like, yeah, I am the man. Yeah, I just, I think I've never actively gone out to be awesome because I just know I naturally am. <laughs> Must like, be nice. Yeah. So it's just kind of wear sort of, I, I wear kind of ordinary looking clothes. Like, I've never, you know, you know, never really done anything kind of with my hair much. Well, I yeah. think the thing was like, Tragically, I don't think anybody could be any less cool than I was at yeah, that moment. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. You are far cooler now than yeah, you were at that point. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, for you sure. are far more in control of your own destiny. Than yeah. You but were. I felt like it, man. I felt like I could do anything. I thought, like, maybe I'll even have a beer. Yeah. At like 15. Shit. I just drank a beer, didn't even think about it. Yeah. Which I bought myself with my own money. <laughs> with your own money? Didn't even get ID'd for it. Yeah, times change, man. Time so they don't need to, uh, yeah, don't need to um, do anything like so that. So I look over twenty-five now. Um, yeah, I just want to say that um, I've I've looked into um, the TLO roll call, um, and based on that description, you're definitely glomp. I know I'm glompy. Yeah, like I always <laughs> dreamt of being Franklin, but I think yeah. we both know you're Franklin. I, I, I don't know. I'm I'm always toss, tossing up whether I'm Franklin or whether I'm um I'm Big Red. Oh, no, no, I don't think you could be Big Red because Big Red is defined by his size, and you're not fat enough to be Big Red. That's true. I'm not. You big are enough. definitely a Super Saiyan stuffed in a check and shirt. 
I guess, yeah, no, that, that sure. is true. That is true. No, I guess I'm, yeah, you're right. I'm Franklin and you're, you're glob me with your driftwood chain and transition, transition lenses. Two things I had at the time. Straight shiny forehead gots to glean. All them TLO cats call me OxyClean. It's true. It's all true. It's all true. <laughs> um, oh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just going to take a break here and, and post that on the Twitter account just so yeah. everyone can. Um, so, so that's it. If, if you um, if you kind of have no idea what you, what we're talking about, for shame. For shame. Uh, and that will be on um, available to watch on the twitter account yeah and well we might even put it on the facebook page as well that like tlo roll call is probably the best the most into the the most internet and most awesome thing the internet has ever created it it, it's the most perfect description of of basically nerds (laughs) yeah um so yeah (laughs) and also where was i going with this we we know a guy who looks exactly like margaret (laughs) we do um margaret is a girl she is in that picture we know a guy who looks exactly like margaret yeah um oh yeah that's that's on the twitter account now yeah Um, (laughs) right um so how much time have we got left we got ages left yeah yeah just keep on rolling, man. We kind of—I thought we were coming to a natural end point. No, man. Okay. This is our this is our live comedy podcast. It's recorded in front of a live studio audience. Um, how about we talk about the awesome guy of the week? Please do. I don't think we've had one of those. We one. haven't because you know we've been. There's been a lot of tragic guys of the week. Like There's a lot, of, yeah, yeah. Tragedy, tragedy caused by an asshole of the week is not something that we really cover on our comedy podcast. Um. So uh, this week, um, our awesome guy of the week is Yusuf Alchigirov of um, the Russian region of Kabardino-Balkaria. Yes. Uh, a made-up man from a Tom Clancy novel, clearly. <laughs> Mr. Alchigirov is a, he's a 80-year-old shepherd. And this... That's an 80-year-old shepherd. Yeah, I mean, already fairly awesome, yeah. I've got to say. He was um, he was minding his um, his sheep uh, in the in a raspberry field when the <laughs> the a bear came out of the woods. Of course it did, Jay. Of course um, it did. Wanted, I guess, wanting to eat some of the sheep yeah. or perhaps the raspberries or both. I imagine that sounds like quite a nice meal. Some yeah, sheep and raspberries, chop, lamb chops and some raspberries. Yeah. Delicious meal for a bear. <laughs> So it um it ran at Mr. Alchigirov, who as I point out is eighty. Big um, mistake. Already yeah. I know the bear has fucked up. Um Alchigirov stood his ground <laughs> and showered the bear with kicks and headbutts. Oh my and, god. And managed to knock it off balance. I imagine that as the bear ran at him, he just crossed his arms. Like he's, I'm not even going to use my arms. Yeah, uh, just, I am purely going to use my head and feet <laughs> to fight off the bear. Um, but apparently in knocking the bear off balance, the bear sort of made a final swipe uh, and knocked Mr. Alchigirov off a cliff. Fucking hell. Um, this is our posthumous old, like, awesome guy of the week. No, he's still alive. <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, he is currently in a hospital with bruises, bite wounds, and four b- broken ribs. 
But, um, but still... oh no, sorry, I did, he's not in hospital. He was released after a few days of being in hospital. Yeah, because he thought that hospitals were for pussies yeah. and his sheep needed tending. <laughs> yeah, he he he, could, he had to get back to his flock. Um, yeah. So when I'm 80, I want to be that dude. I don't think I'll ever be that dude. Like, I, want... I don't think, like, next week I won't be that dude, let alone when I'm 80. Yeah, because we're not Russian. This could only happen in Russia. Yeah. Only in Russia. I mean, he was almost certainly drunk at the time as yeah. well, without a doubt. Like, both he and the bear were both pissed, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, the bear was drunk, he was drunk. And then, like, after he defeated the bear in single-handed combat, they both sat down and drank vodka together. Oh, oh yeah, like, they both put their arms each other, around each other, like, both respecting each other as fighters. Yeah. And, and shared a bottle of vodka together. Yeah, that's what happened. Um, Russian media says they're, uh, they're not uh, planning on tracking down the animal. No, but that's because it's dead. Yeah, like it went into the woods and died of shame. Died of the wounds it received from the eighty-year-old man. (laughs) The bear later died of the wounds it received from the eighty-year-old man. I mean, it is like I always thought shepherds in my mind are young people. You reckon? The only two famous shepherds I can think of are the shepherd from the Boy Who Cries Wolf, who was a young boy. Yeah. And um, and David out of office, David and Goliath, and he was he was like a boy with a slingshot, wasn't he? Yeah, but uh, like, maybe I, yeah, famous I've always imagined them to be quite old. I think maybe this is a cultural thing where in Wales, being a shepherd is an actual, possibly actual, a legitimate career that they <laughs> consider taking up. Fuck you. Whereas, like in you know, in on the mainland where we have electricity and running water, we're like, fuck that. Being a shepherd, that's something that like old people who started doing it in the 1800s do. And they're like kind of stuck at it because they didn't know anything else. Do you always find like the story of David and Goliath doesn't make any sense at all? Have you ever thought about that? Like, What's wrong with that? It's just like a, a, like a young kid who beats a giant and everybody's like, fuck. Yeah, that's hardcore. Then they, they make him king of Israel. I don't yeah, understood that bit. It's what it is, is G. It's the world's first anime storyline. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, is. he beats it's one like... guy, one terrifyingly huge guy in hand-to-hand combat, and then becomes king of everything. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. Yeah, that, that, and yeah, then yeah. like, wasn't David the one who like fucked a bunch of women, and then God got really pissed off with him? Was that him or was that Solomon? I, I think can never that might have been Solomon. Okay, I think, I think Solomon was like awesome, and then and then he was so awesome that he had sex with a load of women and started worshiping other gods. And yeah. like God was like, oh no, no, you done man. fucked up. So you done fucked up. <laughs> like you're awesome, but you will never be like Lucifer. That's a similar issue. Hey, you're awesome, but never ever think you'll be as awesome as me. Like you're like. Californian surf bum awesome, whereas I'm more like the like the vastness of the universe awesome. <laughs> like literally causing awe. <laughs> whereas you're like, whoa, awesome dude. Like don't even try. Don't even try and come into my dojo. So basically what we're saying is that God can't stand radical dudes. No, he can't. He doesn't like radical dudes getting up in his grill because he's like he thinks that they're like they're like fake. Yeah, he knows. And he knows are. when you're yeah. faking it. Yeah, he can see the <laughs> darkness that lies in the hearts of all men. I'm gonna get a T-shirt that says "Jesus knows when you're faking it." <laughs>
<laughs> it will mean something slightly different to the context we're in. <laughs> hey, ladies, ladies, Jesus knows. When you're faking it. When you're faking it, he knows. Don't lie. Don't lie to your husband. Be honest with him. Be honest when he's not sexually satisfying you. Don't fake it, because Jesus knows. I was realising the other day that I've probably left it too long to make my awesome YOLO t-shirt. Like, that's no longer yeah. really a thing. So too late, man. No, not... YOLO is no longer a thing. What has replaced YOLO? Um, I don't know. What the is kid... there now, like, a YOLO void? Is Yeah. Should we, uh, it's that what we've got to do now? We it's, need to find something to replace YOLO. Yeah, and, and, and that's how we will achieve our fame. Yeah. Okay. The Errand of Mercy, famous for coming up with the phrase. What would it be? It would have to be something like YOLO. So something like, you live only once. Something similar to that. You, you live only once. But, but fits into like an... eat like Yeah, whatever it is. You only live once. Who gives a fuck? You live only once. I don't know. I don't listen to Justin Bieber. Fuck you. <laughs> like, maybe, um, maybe it is what it is. That's kind of nonsensical. Would that form like a, an anacronym, which is also a word? It is. No, because it's got too many vowels. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, we need a, we need a, a consonant heavy. So uh, that's quite consonant heavy. <laughs> Shit. <This is> like <laughs> countdown. I was never any good at countdown. I would like to say, like, I like to... Like, I would to like think to I'm... say, fuck countdown. Yeah, but also I like to think I'm, like, I'm reasonably clever. Like, I'm not that clever, but I'm more clever than your average guy. But the moment, like, countdown even comes on, like the first three seconds of that, my brain just goes... I have like the same it... issue with Only Connect. Really? Like, I feel like I'm a reasonably intelligent person. The Only Connect just makes me angry. Because it's not like, it's not like, oh, these people know the answer to questions, but you're deliberately trying to trick them into saying the wrong thing, you <laughs> dicks. It's like, you have you ever seen that Word Wall game they do on no. Only Connect? They do this thing where there's like, Four, there's like four categories of four things and they're all like so it's a four by four square and you've got to get them into their categories yeah but they'll be written in such a way that like there are five things that are applicable to each category yeah do you see what i mean you own yeah, 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 yeah. but like one of them could be in two different categories and i'm like no that's you're deliberately trying to make them fuck up. That's not a. That's I, not like a a game show. That's just like a a a, a dupe show. Like we're gonna yeah. dupe you. Who's who's lucky? Who it's doesn't get duped show. as much? Yeah, exactly. It's not a game show. It's a dupe show. And just Victoria Corrin sits there smugly grinning at all of them as they get duped by her. Motherfucker. I like. I I kind of like um the chaser. I like the chaser. That's all right. I'm a big fan of Pointless. That's one of my favourite quiz shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pointless is good to play if you've had a couple of drinks as well. Yeah, exactly. It gets really fucking crazy. Like the moment that like that little counter starts counting down, everybody's like, oh my God, oh my God. Like you've won the lottery. Yeah. Um, and also I, I like it because of the fact that the contestants come back and that Alexander Armstrong's always really nice to everyone. Yeah. Even if they're really stupid, yeah. he's always really nice to them. Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, you know that, like, have you seen him on anything else? Like, yeah. that skill is totally transferable to being, like, incredibly scathing as well. Whenever he's on, like, any panel show or anything, he just, like, fucks people up 
in an incredibly kind of nice, well-meaning way. No, it's brilliant. It's 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 one of my favourite quiz shows. That one, also because it's really easy. I tell you what, I also have been watching recently that I wanted to talk about on the show. So, get a show called um, Gogglebox. Have you heard of Gogglebox? I I have. When I originally saw like a thing, I thought it was called Googlebox and got no. confused. No, it's a show where you watch people watching TV. That yeah, okay. Which sounds like a nightmare from it like, sounds like a, a terrible idea yeah it, and and it seems like a terrible idea but it's actually the best idea it's actually one of the best tv shows i've seen in like the last five years really yeah so you've got like people from all walks of life and they like they go out of their way to have like loads of different kinds of people there's a a family which is quote unquote normal nuclear family so you've got like a mum and a dad who are in their their late middle ages and a teenage a teenage daughter and son you've got another family which is like a a mum and a dad who's like adult son like in mid to late 20s has moved back home now that he's lost his job Mm. and he kind of lives with his mum and dad while he's trying to find his feet and um there's a, a gay couple with a cat called ginger um they're really fun uh there's a um there's like a really really posh couple who own a bed and breakfast in a nice area of london who you would expect to be incredibly repressed and up their own asses and secretly hate each other but yeah. are actually obviously very much in love oh. and they but they're both very british at the same time and um they always drink while they're watching t- the the TV. They like make make each other cocktails and stuff. And they start off on absolute opposite ends of the t- of the of the set e. And then as the show goes on, get gradually closer to each other, um, which is really sweet. There's a um, there's a um, an older um, like everybody who are like everybody's grandparents, like a, a older married couple who've been together for like ever. Who um, mm. who are on it, and you just get to see the way that like loads of different people react to stuff. Mm. Um, and there's two things I've learned about the British public from Gogglebox. Um, they're nowhere near as nasty as I thought they were originally, and also they're funny, man. Like some of the shit that these people come out with is just it's just good. It's just like funny shit. Like you know how like we sit here and we do a podcast. Mm. And like you know, maybe you'd be sat down with your with your lady watching TV, and one of you will say something that the other person just laughs their ass off at. You yeah. get to like kind of be present for those events. That's nice. I like that. It's kind of voyeuristic, but in like a kind of a, a warm, family friendly way. Which you is... see, that's not what I was expecting. Like I I seen a bit. I've seen a little advert for it, and I thought. You know, I didn't want to watch it because I thought, for me, it would be a similar experience to watching Don't Tell the Bride or something. Yeah. It would be really awkward and uncomfortable. No. Uh, yeah. No, but it's no, just it's really, actually... really sweet. And it's just really, everyone's really quite nice. nice. Yeah. yeah, everybody's kind of nice. And you get to, they're like halfway through and they cut it so that it's like, if you're watching it like on a on a Friday or something with somebody else, they cut it so that like their watching rhythms is about an hour long and they, they cut it so that their watching rhythms work with yours. So like halfway through, you'll like maybe somebody's been making some food and halfway through Gogglebox, you'll be sitting down to eat and they've cut it so that so are they. So you're like <laughs> having your food with the people who are watching the who you're watching. That's really weird. It's weird, but it's really sweet at the same time. Um, and 
it's like the only TV show that's actually touched me as well because there's a, there's a sequence where like there was a storyline in Correlation Street that was about like one of the characters wanted to go to Switzerland and be euthanized because they had cancer or something and you know that was kind of a hackneyed poorly acted thing on um on yeah. on Coronation Street but like the way that people were reacting to it on Gogglebox was really fucking real like everybody was like talking about like what they do if one person died or what you do if one of your one, like if somebody got cancer and I'm like shit like these people are actually having like real conversations about their lives yeah it turns but, out that people actually talk about shit yeah yeah, yeah. but not the elderly couple um oh. yeah that got fucking like that, that got, got i bet that was really intense it got really fucking intense like cuz like the wife was like, well, what would you do? I've, I don't, I can't remember what his name is, but well, let's call him Mike. Like, what would you do, Mike, if um, if like I had cancer? And he's like, I don't like to talk about it. And um, and um, she's like, no, well, we we need to talk about it because you know it's something that might happen because they because obviously they're they're mm. getting on a bit. And he's like, no, I don't, I don't like to talk about. it. I don't want to talk about it, June. And she's like, um, she's like, we well, can't just sweep it under the rug. He's like, yes, I can. I, I have to sleep, sweep it under the rug. And he's like, because because I don't know what I do without you. I need you, June. And oh. I just don't like to think about living without you. And this is like an old guy who like there was a story about Japan, and his first response was to do karate moves and make racist noises. <laughs> like he's not like what you would expect to be a warm and fuzzy guy. Yeah, but like shit, like it gets real. So is that your TV pick of the week? Like, it's my TV pick of the year. Like, (laughs) if you only watch one kind of, like, Channel 4 kind of reality TV show in your life, make it this one. It sounds good, actually. Yeah, it's proper sweet um, and a lot of fun, and um, and I'll recommend it. You should watch it. All right, yeah. 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 Because I've been watching quite a lot more TV than I usually do since I've had a girlfriend, basically. Um, yeah, you do, don't you? you? Sit down and watch stuff together. Stuff you watch TV more. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, we watched Ripper Street, which is not a program I've uh, watched before. That was fun. Really stupid. Of... Really yeah. stupid, but but fun. It's it the one a... like uh, about like Jack the Ripper. Is well, it? no, it's it's. I don't know. I mean, it it, it seemed to be about. It seemed like a less where like. Lots of people with moustaches and in waistcoats punching each other. There was um, the, the, there was a plot line about um, some Chinese immigrants who'd set up an opium den. Oh, so it's like so it's like kind of Victorian London CSI. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, yeah, but stupider. But really, what? but what stupider than CSI? Yeah, because. It's no, I just, yeah, no, it is quite a lot like CSI actually. Yeah. Yeah. They do yeah. like the thing, the zooming in thing. But I guess no, they didn't have no, the tech do then that. to do no, that. They don't have the tech to zoom in or enhance anything. I'd just like um, to remind there's, everyone there's, that there's we don't Ameri- have the tech to do that either, by the way. Don't be fooled. <laughs> there's there's an there's an American guy who's like the doctor. Um, yeah. he's he's their doctor and he um he he learns about um the mysterious new drugs by taking them because he's a victorian scientist and that's what victorians did but like actually factually that's what victorian yeah, that's scientists what did, did. Yeah. <laughs> but we know about the effects of yellow fever because a victorian scientist was like you don't believe my theory i'll prove my theory whilst injecting yellow fever into himself 
yeah. The only bad example of that is the guy who um, found the cure for malaria and gave his own son malaria to prove it. Like, yeah, I, I think I, there was an even worse case of that. That's that never like... sat well with me because, like, everyone else is like giving themselves horrible like medicines and giving and diseases, whereas he didn't give it to himself. He gave it to his son, and I kind of feel like that's a dick move. Really, it's an even more dick move. I can't remember. It's another tropical disease where like a guy investigated it by kidnapping orphans. And just like yeah. fucking them up with diseases, that's uh, it's not yeah. cool. That that well, that's not so cool. So that's, that's also that. a dick move. <laughs> what a dick move! Oh, doctor, what a dick move! Oh, actually, Poor I'm things. I'm going to give you my my TV pick though. Okay, um, go on then. It's Ambassadors for New Mitchell and Webb show. That oh, is yeah. good. That is yeah. really funny. Really funny and good, and just generally kind of also kind of accurate as well. Funny <laughs> and. Cool eerily accurate so yeah what check that out like in the thick of it then yeah yeah kind yeah kind of like yeah. in the thick of it but i think it's less a comedy like it is funny but like more in the way that probably things that happen in real life are funny you know? yeah 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 like like it's ridiculous like this is happening and it's ridiculous not like people are saying funny yeah. things like there's ridiculous stuff happening but then with then you kind of remember that Tajikistan's eternal tree blew down yeah and Azerbaijan released their election results before the election happened and <laughs> the, the, the police and the Maldives arrested a coconut and you're like no actually it's probably true to life pretty well actually this is less ridiculous than the actual the actual real world um i think we've come up for an hour yeah i think you're right um so yeah it's been fun we've, it has. we've had some laughs we've had some chats it's... discussed important issues just what we do we're just uh two average joes shooting the shit over a, over a couple of cold ones <laughs> um so yeah uh thank you very much for listening please tell a friend um you can follow us on twitter at eom podcast you can like our facebook page that's facebook.com forward slash errand of mercy or you can email us with like fan art or just letters and things yeah yeah you can email us letters to email us a letter but you're like write it down preferably yeah. on like professionally letter-headed paper and then scan that in and send us a jpeg yeah please do that that's the preferred way of communicating um, and that's eom.podcast at gmail.com yeah it has to be a jpeg as well otherwise um yeah. otherwise we, we no, can't read it no no like pngs or any yeah. of that crazy don't be shit. fucking about with bitmaps <laughs> you motherfuckers with your bitmaps <laughs> the bitmap still exists yeah paint makes them it's the default <laughs> output of paint <laughs> Of course it is. You have to change it to JPEG, and then it's like as if Paint hate, hates JPEGs. It fucks up the image when it converts it to JPEG. We'll be back again next week. Yeah, and, uh, for more yeah. fun and frolics. Oh, I just wanted to say this episode will be uploaded on Monday, as will every subsequent episode of Evident of Mercy, because I've kind of been fucking about with the release schedule recently. I know that. I'm sorry. It's because, as I said earlier on in the show, I work shifts. And uh, and sometimes it's hard for me to get stuff edited after we've made it because like I get home at like half eight, but I'm gonna be editing stuff on my day days off um, on Mondays now, so we should have a bit more of a more stable release schedule. So there should be a new episode every Monday as opposed yeah. to a new episode whenever I feel like it. Which, which would be is... nice because you can uh, you can start your working week off by listening yeah. to podcasts. That sounds yeah. good. 
Yeah, we either set you up for the week or put you in a bad mood. I'm not sure which. And, you know, both of them, it'll move you either way. And yeah. isn't that nice? Something that makes you feel in today's cold, hard world. That's a deep thought to leave on. Uh, so, say good night. Good night. Yeah.